Hello, hello, welcome back to the Healthy Underlined Podcast. So my name is Lisa and on this podcast we talk about everything related to healthy underlined living. I am currently in the midst of my program, My Aligned Year, and this month we talked about relationships. So this podcast episode is going to focus on relationships as well and will focus mainly on the makeup of a relationship. So when I talk about relationships, I mean, obviously, romantic relationships, friendships, the relationship that you have with your family, for example, but also I want to include there your colleagues, your neighbors, your teammates, maybe like sports teammates, for example, and the person in the supermarket or the waiter who brings you your lunch, the barista at Starbucks, the person that sits next to you in the bus or in the train. Like All of these people are in somewhat of a relationship with you. There are obviously differences between those relationships. Some go deeper, some go longer, others are super short and it's just like a moment that you have, but you do relate to the other person in that situation. So we often focus on those relationships that are really dear to us or that are really close and that go really deep. And that is in and of itself very important to focus on those. But I also invite you to look at the other relationships that you have in your day-to-day -day life. Like seeing it as a relationship when you get your coffee at Starbucks kind of changes the energy around it. And I've been playing with that myself because I used to just, you know, walk in, say my order. In my mind, I would be somewhere completely different on my to-do list or the next thing that I had uh, coming up that day or whatever it was. And I wasn't really in the moment. I didn't notice the person. I didn't see the name on their name tag. I didn't really interact with them other than, you know, paying and picking up my drink at the end. And I kind of shifted that because I wanted to look at this topic a bit differently. So I reframed what I understood as a relationship and included those people in my relationships in a way. So now when I go, let's stick to that example, now when I go to Starbucks, I look at their name, I smile at them, I feel like, okay, this is an intention that I have for this relationship, that we have a good interaction, even though it just takes five seconds or maybe half a minute But I want this to be a positive relationship. I want this to be a nice moment for both of us. So I'm extra friendly. I am like energetically in a completely different space. And I think they feel that because I feel that my interactions day to day have gained in so much quality and so much more intentionality and awareness that it's much nicer to go about my day and I hope in a way that also they can feel it and that they have a better day just because of it. Because I think, I mean, what else can we do but make other people's lives better as well just by being nice and being present and being in the right energy with them. So just that as a little kind of starter to this episode for you to think about your relationships maybe also in different terms and thinking about putting intention into any type of social interaction that you have. 
let's talk about the makeup of a relationship. What does it mean? What's What does it look like? And the way that I see it is that there are three identities. There is you, there's the other person, and then there is the relationship. And you and or the other person, you are complete individual entities in and of yourself. So I've talked with many people about relationships. I've seen plenty of romantic stories or read romantic stories. And there was always the notion of the relationship being something that is part of you, that is something that makes you complete. You know, when Tom Cruise says, you complete me, yes, it's a very romantic moment, but it's bullshit. He is a complete person, even without the other person and even without the relationship. So we have two complete, perfect entities, you and the other person, that survive by yourself, right? And then the two of you, you create a third entity with its own identity and that is the relationship and that only exists because the two of you get together it wouldn't exist without either of you and with a different person it would be a different identity so your identity what you bring into your life who you are that's your friends that is your experiences it's the dreams that you have, the visions that you have for the future, but also it's the baggage of past experiences, the traumas that you have, everything that makes you who you are, that's who you are, that's who in your completeness. And the other person has the same, it goes the same way the other way around. So they bring their own friends, they have their own fears or their own hobbies and they have their own thing that they like to do on a Sunday afternoon, for example. And then what I mentioned earlier, there is this third entity of your relationship. And that is the magic sauce that you two create. It's the friends that you make when you are together. And it's the space maybe that you hang out in. So that could be with a roommate or that could be if you move in with a romantic partner, for example, and you build a home together. That space is for the two of you and exists because there is the relationship. And that is the emotion that is connected to your relationship. That is your inside jokes that you have, the experiences that you made together, the dreams that you create as a couple or as friends or as colleagues or whatever. So those things exist in their own kind of container. So we have these three containers, basically, these three entities, you, them, and then there is a third one, which is the relationship. However, between you and the relationship and the other person and the relationship, there are obviously things that you bring into that relationship as well. So that has not just been created by the two of you, but that you have in your own little handbag and you unpack it in the relationship. So that could be, for example, a hobby that you used to do before you entered that relationship and now you bring it into it and the other person really enjoys that and now you do it together. Or your love for Marvel movies that you brought in. And now your friend and or partner also loves Marvel movies because they didn't care about them before, but now they watch them with you, they really enjoy it. Again, that goes the other way around, of course, as well. So maybe your friend listens to a specific type of music that you weren't aware of before. And now you start enjoying that type of music too. And you listen to it not only when the two of you are together, but also when you're alone. So we both bring in something to the relationship from our own identity and from our own experiences. 
So if you want to envision it, it's like three circles and they kind of overlap. So on the left, you have you. In the middle, you have the relationship. On the right, you have the other person. And then they each overlap. And that overlap is what each of you brought into the relationship for that matter. And why I explain this is because it helps to better understand the structure of a relationship and how important it is to respect each of these circles, each of these identities. So your own identity and how complete and perfectly enough you are with your own things, the other person's identity with their own thing and their own friends and their own hobbies. And then you respect also that there is something that the two of you created together. And each of the three circles, they have their place, they have their purpose, and they totally have a reason for being. So respecting each of the three is super nurturing and very grounding for a relationship because nobody is losing themselves in this relationship. It's not like I don't exist outside of this relationship. It's not like I can't do anything alone anymore or your partner or your friend cannot do anything alone anymore because they do exist outside of this relationship as well. So both are completely perfect, doing something within the relationship, but also doing something outside the relationship. And honoring that and honoring also that the other person has their own complete life and kind of celebrating them for that, it's so beautiful. Every time when I am encouraged by a friend or a partner to do something that is my thing and they don't really care for it, but they still want me to do it. I feel really seen. I feel really appreciated in my own identity and in my own person. And I know from friends and my partner as well that it goes the other way around. So every time I encourage them, I celebrate them for something that they do as their own, that I get to see from the outside, it kind of elevates them, it uplifts them. And that is such a beautiful thing. And that is for me only possible because I can look at relationships this way now. Because there used to be a time when I would be maybe annoyed if they did something without me. Or I would be annoyed that they wouldn't give up a specific hobby because I don't care for it, you know. But now I can see that in a different light and in a different capacity. And you can tell when this respect and this encouragement doesn't happen. And it feels like someone is disrespecting you for your hobbies or makes fun of your music interests or they gossip about your friends, for example, it, it hurts. It's like you and your identity are being diminished and you are expected to merge into the other person or something and to always fulfill the other person's expectations and not be allowed to be your own person. And that is definitely not a foundation for a healthy relationship where we have two sovereign people creating something beautiful. And again, of course, this also goes the other way around, needless to say. So if you make fun of another person's hobby or if you um, gossip about how they view the world or how they do live their daily life, that is not something that you can build a healthy relationship on honestly 
quick exercise or a food for thought for you. And I recommend that you make a list. That could be a mental list or you could actually sit down and write it on paper or put it in your notes app on your phone or whatever it is and write all the things that you can think of that you are. All the things that make you you, your hobbies, your taste in music, your taste in movies, your experiences, your past, your dreams, your goals and everything that comes to mind when you think about what makes me me. What, what are the elements that make me me as a person and that make me special and unique in a way? Just, you know, it doesn't have to be the perfect list. It doesn't have to make sense. Just, you know, it's like a brain dump. Put it all down to kind of see yourself in a different light and understand how much of an independent, complete person you actually are. And then do the same thing for the other person, for your friend or like whoever the person is that you want to look at for this specific exercise. So what are their hobbies? What is, what is it that they do? What are their past experiences, for example, that make them who they are? Or what are their dreams? What are their visions? Like all of these things, just write them down. Again, not a perfect, complete list. You don't ever have to show that list to the other person. It's just for you to also see how beautiful the other person is and how complete and perfect and independent they are. And then, you guessed it, you make a list of the relationship. What are the things that you created within that friendship, within that partnership, or within that professional relationship that you have with them? What are the inside jokes that you have, your experiences that you made, your, your goals that you want to achieve as a couple or as, as a group of friends or whatever, whatever it is, right? And then write those things down. And you will quickly see that there are a lot of things that only exist because of the two of you got together and that's such a beautiful thing to see like a nice experience to realize that you created something just by being just by being in a relationship with another person just by spending time with them just by putting effort into that relationship now if you want to top it off with some more um, thoughts you can of course write down the things that you brought into the relationship like the marvel movies for example and also you can list out what the other person brought in for example their taste in music and that is a really beautiful exercise as well because it shows how important both of you are to this specific relationship how you both bring in something super important that affects and impacts the other party of that relationship. So I find that this exercise is kind of fun to do and it gives you a different perspective on your relationship and especially a different appreciation for yourself but also for the other person and for the cool things that you made happen just because you came together. When you do this, you can also realize that there is an imbalance in your relationship. That could be that you adapt to everything that the other person brings in. And it's not like you really get to bring in anything into this relationship. Or it's the other way around. And your relationship is based only on you as a person and what you want to do and how you want to spend your time. Or, you know, whatever it is. Or you maybe realize that you actually don't know a lot of things that make up the other person and you only know you and the other person within this relationship and you don't know what they do outside of this relationship which can happen for for like some friendships for example 
So that is a good reminder for you to reflect on that relationship. Why is there an imbalance? Do both parties respect the other person in their individuality? Do you both feel safe to bring a part of yourself into the relationship? Like, what is it? Where is that imbalance and what causes it? And then probably the most important question, what needs to happen to make this relationship more equal and bring in more respect into it? I'm really curious what you think about this exercise or what you think about this episode. In total, did you hear anything new? Was this insightful? Was this... Uh, something you enjoy listening to and enjoy learning about if so let me know send me an email or hit me up on instagram at sun and green and i would love to discuss this topic with you further because i think it's so important we're in relationship all day every day with so many people and having a clearer picture of what our relationships look like can be super helpful to actually navigate that and to navigate our daily life and see how we are positioned in our various relationships. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me know, share your thoughts, send me an email, lisa at zenandgreen.com or hit me up on Instagram at zenandgreen. And I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts and I hear you in the next episode. Bye, have a beautiful day. Thank you.